Don't like talk to me like this again. Like what? Like, hey, Brie, how's your day going? I just want to know how your day is. My day is terrible, like always. What's wrong with your day? You, for the most part. Well, I didn't do shit, and this is Horror Soup. Uh, <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> we're live, brothers. Uh, if you're listening on... Uh, Coming to you live. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening on uh, Spotify, or if you're not on SoundCloud anymore, really, like if you're listening on fucking iTunes or on YouTube or whatever, what's up? What's up, bozos? How you doing, guys? We fucking out here. We're professional now. Just kidding. Don't ever... We're <laughs> not don't professional ever, at all. I don't ever want to say that again. We 100% have no idea what we're doing. Well, me, know. mostly. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't even know where I am. But okay, guys, this is our uh, part two on Joseph Fritzl. If you didn't listen to the first part, you probably shouldn't listen to this. You should probably go back. Take, and, a, uh, take a step back and reflect. <laughs> take a breather, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you. But uh, last week, we pretty much talked about um, Joseph Fritzl, who he is, uh, his early life, if... I guess I'll give you a quick little thing. Joseph Fritzl is the man who uh, imprisoned his daughter for 24 years, if you forgot. I don't know how you could forget, but, uh, yeah, piece of shit. Never forget. He's ugly. If you didn't it's look terrible. at his picture yet, look at his picture. Uh, we're pretty much just gonna continue the story today. Do you have anything to say, Brie, before we start this off? This I was missed anything. To be... I probably missed a lot. No, you didn't. Okay. I just wanted to add that this was supposed to be a, a lit episode where me and Caleb were, uh, Supposed to be shwasted off our danguses. <laughs> and we took too long and we're not even lit anymore, so. Well, we were shwasted and then we started looking at like videos of your boyfriend like wee bowling and oh, yeah, turning around with on. really cool sunglasses Nickelback on. Nickelback videos and shit. Yeah, so. uh Got a little sidetracked. Anyways. Sidetracked. I don't think that's a word. <laughs> sidetracked. Is that the word? S it's subtracted. No, sidetracked <laughs> is a word. It's minus. Don't you even know math? Caleb. Do you know science? Caleb, sidetracked. <laughs> yeah, subtracted. You no. Yeah, you got oh my subtracted. God. You. All right, send ten dollars <laughs> in the chat if you think sidetracked is a word. Exactly. All right, guys. Breeze piss. Let's <laughs> All go. All right, guys. <laughs> I'm going home now. All right, let's start this. So, uh, pretty much this episode, we're going to be covering the kidnap and the life inside of Elizabeth Fritzl. Would you want to call us again? Um, in the I, cellar. I something? wanted to call it episode two into the cellar. I like it. I like it too. Okay. Okay. So episode two into the cellar. I didn't remember that. <clears throat> so Elizabeth had her last glimpse of sunlight on a uh, Tuesday, August 28th, 1984. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. That's my fucking birthday. Yeah. Congratulations. Continue. You piece of shit. Be fucking proud of it. It was a terrible day. <laughs> you fucking Dude, asshole. All, all dates that fall on my birthday are terrible dates. <laughs> like, why does this happen to me? I'm pretty sure every date is probably a terrible date for some reason. <laughs> so, um, Tuesday, August 28th, 1984, um, right before 9 a.m., Elizabeth's father, Joseph Fritzl, asked her outside to help her move a very, very heavy steel and concrete door into the basement. She agreed to assist, and when they arrived at the entrance, he grabbed the back of her head and pushed a hand towel filled with ether into her nose. Effectively drugging her, he dragged his daughter into his basement, handcuffed her, and raped her until he decided he had enough. He then bound her to a pole in the middle of the room and locked her away, locked her away in the room with all of the lights shut off. Basically a nightmare. Oh, yeah, that, that's a nightmare, kind of... Like, literally, especially your own dad, I mean... Well, yeah, just thinking about, like, 
being Elizabeth in this situation must have been fucking terrifying. I can't even imagine. It's so bad that I can't even imagine what she was feeling. I mean, starting off, you're getting fucking drugged. You fucking pass out. When you wake up, you are in the dark because there was no fucking lights yeah, in there. Yeah, no light whatsoever. Actually, no. Oh, not even Actually, day. that's not well, No, there was a window, well, she, right? No, there wasn't any windows. I thought there was a window. No. It was underground. Where would the window be? Where would she she'd be looking at dirt? <laughs> so there was just... Okay, carry no, on. No, Never there mind. was no sunlight whatsoever down there. I thought there was a window. You're very wrong. It was underground. I don't think people put windows I'm wrong most of the time, so <laughs> carry on. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I mean, she didn't wake up in the dark immediately. I kind of got ahead of myself. But waking up to being raped by a father in a fucking cellar that he's been building, handcuffed... It's just fucking terrifying because, I mean, he's been raping her since she was 11, which we covered last episode, but he fucking took her down into a new room that he'd been building for years. I don't know. <laughs> fucking terrifying to think of. But anyway, um, Elizabeth later told the police that she remembers waking up, still being dazed from being drugged, uh, realizing that her father had trapped her, not knowing when he would be back or when she could leave. She wasn't sure how long it would be until her father returned, but when he did, he raped her brutally, like fucking repeatedly he raped her over and over again until she was done she screamed and screamed the entire time but the cellar was 100 percent soundproof so basically she was in her own hell that not a single person could hear she nothing was she could do completely helpless yeah like she was just fucking trapped and that's it's fucking terrible dude and i know that's not what it immediately set in but just Knowing that feeling of you are just screaming and screaming and, and nobody no one can, can hear, hear you. Dude. I don't, I can't say I know what that feels like from like a real life experience, but I have had like sleep paralysis. I think I've told you about it before where mm-hmm. when sometimes when I get sleep paralysis and I can physically see people, but when I try to scream, nothing comes out. And that's a little different. I mean, like I couldn't imagine what it would be like actually just screaming and screaming yeah. with no one being able to hear me. That's fucking insane. Yeah, no, I've never experienced sleep paralysis, but I've definitely had dreams where you scream and nothing's coming out. Yeah, it's fucking terrifying. You can't imagine <laughs> it's real terrifying. life. Um, anyway, when her father left, um, he left her tied by the waist to the same pole in the middle of the room, and he gave her just enough wiggle room to get to the bathroom that he built in the cellar and back to her bed. He left her a bowl of food. He would then um, shut off the lights, so she was literally sitting there in just complete pitch black fucking nothing. That is enough to drive a person mad, dude. Yeah, fucking insanity. So uh, this would leave Elizabeth completely unaware of time and terrified of when her father would return. Um, During her father's sexual attacks, Elizabeth would scream and fight back, and Joseph would fucking viciously beat her until she would just submit to what was going on. This would go on for about uh, nine months, and... Yosef denies this, but, um, I'm, again, I'm inclined to not believe a single fucking word that he says, because he's, he, he's been caught in so many fucking lies, yeah, and he's just fucking crazy. Um, but he denies that she was handcuffed this whole time, but Elizabeth said that, like, this entire time she was tied at the waist for, like, nine months, and the only thing she could do was go to the bathroom and yeah. fucking lay on her bed. And, um, during this nine months, he would just slowly fucking tear her mind apart until she would finally realize that this was her life. Like, dude, (laughs) this shit fucks me up. Like, could you imagine just, like, being in your own hell and it taking, like, 
nine months to finally fucking realize like this know, is what is going to happen well, for years dude well that's the crazy part because when i'm for reading this years. i'm like oh you know nine months because i thought at first when i'm reading it i'm thinking of it in comparison to her 24 years and i'm yeah. like oh that's not that bad and then i think about it, like nine months dude, like, nine months of not knowing what's going on and still so, having hope so much happens in nine months like i can't believe that she held her shit together through all of this. I would have broke. I would have broke so fast. She is probably the strongest fucking woman I've like ever read about. It's like, crazy. would you say that? No, I, I would, would definitely I'd say that. I would say she's the strongest woman I've ever read about. I wouldn't. Yeah, no. Like, I give so many fucking so much props to her because she went through some shit and she held she together. Has the my respect time. because I would have lost it. I would have completely broke. Like, not only was she being tortured for 24 years, she lived without sunlight, without basic human necessities, without even a fucking watch. Like, time literally did not exist for yeah, her. Yeah, time disappeared for her, dude. And that is That just, is the reality that I cannot, like, I can't even fathom behind. it. Like, yeah. it, it hurts thinking about it. It's insane. It's fucking insane. This is heavy shit, dude. This is, like, one of the worst cases ever. <laughs> it's terrible. Okay, so um, when Elizabeth's mother... We're kind of going back upstairs now. We've been in the cellar. Uh, now we're back upstairs. When Elizabeth's mother realized that it was very late and her daughter had still not returned, she became extremely worried. This was, this was like, the same day she went missing. It was, like, later at night. Of course, yeah. Um, she called the police and filed a missing persons report along with Yosef almost immediately. Um, the police executed a giant search for Elizabeth but found nothing. And this was over, like, it wasn't just, like, a couple days. Like, this was over a few weeks. Um... After some time, Yosef had Elizabeth write a note that basically stated, I have ran away to join a sect, which more or less translates to cult. And um, please do not look for me. You will not find me. I am safe. I'm not coming back. What is wild to me is the fact that, okay, police searched everywhere. Didn't this man get a permit from the fucking city? To build an underground lair, like he did. Why didn't they check there? He did, but that's the thing. When he um, was building it, like the fire department and a bunch of other people and inspectors came down to inspect it, and he showed them what he told them was what was every bit of his cellar, but he had hidden doors that no one was able to find. I see. He was very. He was fucking smart, even though he. But was fucking even insane, still, but like even still, wouldn't you check there if it was such a massive search? They probably it, did. I'm pretty sure they did, but they oh, didn't find yeah. anything. He, okay. His doors and everything, Still, like, it was dude. hidden so elaborately and so well that, I mean, they could. I feel like, like today this shit would never fucking well, fly. Well, no, this would never fly. And, like, especially in, like, Amsterdam and, like, because we're going to talk about it later, but there was another case, um, the Natasha Kampusch case. Um, there was another chick that was literally held captive for eight years in the same exact town at the same exact time that Elizabeth was being held insane so that town had a lot of shame fucking germans during this time like the <laughs> fucking germans oh <laughs> uh, we do not hate germans we are not racist i'm german so i have the right to say you german fucking i don't even german. know your life i just see you as a pale monster <laughs> i'm fucking german okay you pale monster I'm like hell a german <laughs> that's literally me <laughs> <laughs> god damn it okay we're, we're children sorry where was i at you made me lose my spot okay um so unfortunately at the time and like I, like we were just talking about right now unfortunately they were inclined to believe this as they already had a record of elizabeth running away when she was 17 which was about roughly i think a year a, a year and a half ago because she was 18 uh i think she was 
she was probably like almost she was almost 19 at the time okay it took a while for them to call off the search um Joseph Ritzel was no longer convicted as a felon. His rape case had been expunged after uh, 15 years, and everyone but a few family members and friends had forgotten about his rape conviction entirely. Um, So because of this, the search for Elizabeth was eventually ended. She was already an adult, according to law, by the time she was um, 19. I don't know why it's... I don't know why the age is 19, but whatever. By this time, her decision to join a sect wasn't of interest to the police anymore. Joseph Fritzl was now free to live his second life with his daughter, with the rest of the world unaware of what evils were truly gone going on in Yvstras 40? Uh, hold on, hold on. I'm going to pause this, and I'm going to get this pronunciation. We're going to get this right. Ipstraza. Congratulations, it's Ipstraza. Ipstraza. If Is it if or ip? If. 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 No, it's like a if. Like a pff. Like a if. Like a pff. It's like a if. Straza. <laughs> like a... The two S's are, are like together. It's like a like, straza. It's a straza. Like if straza. It's a straza. straza. <laughs> so <laughs> the rest of the world was was unaware of what evils were truly going on in straza forty. <laughs> forty. Why is there a number in there? I don't fucking know. Maybe that's, I think that's like a, the apartment number. All right. I think that was whatever. Like, I think it's kind of like you know. Don't care. Not important. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> not what... important. <laughs> <laughs> not important. All right. It's exactly. Not important. I forget about it. Forget about it. it forget is about stupid. it. All right. All right. The world is your litter box. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so for the first few days of captivity, Elizabeth was struggling to adapt to the lack of lack of ox- oxygen <laughs> in the cellar. <laughs> Seeing her father every day, and uh, when he would come to rape her and leave scraps of food for her to eat. Because that's really all he fucking left for, like, a long time. He would just leave her scraps. Um, at this point, Elizabeth was never able to write back to her boyfriend, who we mentioned previously. And I think I said that her father, um, like, pretty much, like, shut it off at that point. But I don't think he did. He just kept ignoring the letters. He I don't shut it down. Shut that right kind down. Kind of, like, without actually shutting it down. I don't remember what I said about that last episode. But, um, so he had assumed that Elizabeth just kind of gave up on him at that point. Uh, many of Elizabeth's friends thought that there was n- just no fucking way she joined a cult. Like, they doubted it No, yeah, even from what I've read, I don't believe Yeah, because if, she you, was. if you read about Elizabeth, she was not that kind of person. No, like, she e- wasn't. Even though she was being constantly attacked by her father and just lived a hell of a life at home, she was always, like, a really fucking happy girl. And, like, mm-hmm. she went out, like, she drunk with her friends. She, fu- she drank with her friends. She drunk with her friends. She... <laughs> 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 I'd hope so. I mean, like, you do you, Elizabeth. That's what I do, Elizabeth. That That's what I do, like, all the time. True. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, she went out, she got drunk with her friends, like, you know, she would hang out. She was a really happy chick, like, for the most part, like, at least socially. So they doubted it immediately. They were like, there was no fucking way she would join a cult. That's not like her at all. But, um, even though Elizabeth had told some of her friends what she had been going through at home, pretty much all of her friends were terrified about saying anything to anyone because... They were scared of her father. He was just like a fucking dictator. Like they no, were terrified. He's a terrifying man. And he is. I'd. I'd be honestly like in the situation. I might even be scared to say something about him because. No, I would. He's fucking terrifying, especially like being convicted for like telling people he would kill them. It's fucking crazy. I mean, they didn't know about that, but still, he looks like he could kill people. And he probably did. There's a lot of speculation on that, too, but there's no proof. Really? Yeah. Like, there were some murders that happened really close to where he was staying, like, either on vacations or, like, uh, just, like, his house or, like, some places he went to On in vacation? Wow. Yeah. 
I would not doubt that for a second. He did a lot of sketchy shit on vacation. We'll get to that. Um, So eventually Elizabeth um, would apparently fall into a Stockholm syndrome type state, um, giving into her father's attacks. After this, the sex apparently became less violent and Joseph stopped using any type of contraceptive. So at this point, he planned to get his daughter pregnant. He said that he never saw Elizabeth as a prisoner. What were you saying? Just the saying, at this point, he planned to get his daughter pregnant. Can <laughs> it, you believe that shit? It I is can't, insane. dude. Just the fact I that fucking that, can't. The, I cannot believe this happened. Like, Yeah, the fact that that would ever even go through someone's mind is just baffling Fucking disgusting. It is just crazy. And he's, he said that to himself multiple times, too. I think he, he kept, like, journals on certain things, too. Really? Yeah. Um, Joseph said that he never saw Elizabeth as a prisoner, but as his wife. In his sick mind, he was starting a new family, a better family. In September of 1986, Elizabeth was pregnant with her first child. And this is pretty much when the story starts to fucking kick off into some shit. Like, I mean, it, it, it already when has. When the shit hits the fan. It already has, and I know I've already when said this before. When the fly like, is in the ointment. Yeah, that's the saying. That is a saying. I've definitely said that. I'm pretty sure you have. It's from Pineapple Express. Is it? Yes. Never mind. Okay, I guess that is the same. He's like, <laughs> he's like shit has hit the fan. <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's he's the like, same. He's like, shit has hit the fan. The flies in the ointment. The lion will speak. <laughs> you don't remember oh that part? Oh my god. No, I haven't seen Fireball Express in so long. The That's only quote that movie. I remember of that from that movie is when the cop comes up she's like his right his eyes are redder than the devil's dick that's what everybody remembers yeah no that's literally all i remember from that movie uh so if you guys heard that vibrating right now uh brie is a responsible parent so she's gonna have to do parent duties yeah, in a minute fucking sue me all right i'm a responsible parent we took a long time of this recording so we're pro- if there's a difference in sound quality like after this or like after this next part just know that that's why we're continuing this recording just uh blame it on maddie it's, uh, it's all her fault yeah dude destroy the child <laughs> Destroy the child. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, Elizabeth at this time became severely depressed, like obviously, I fucking would be, um, and she miscarried after about ten weeks. And I don't know for sure if this was ten weeks um, after she found out she was pregnant or ten weeks into the pregnancy, because I don't know how she would determine, you know, exactly when it was. It was probably ten yeah. weeks after she found out she was pregnant. Most, yeah, most likely. Because I mean, it's not like she had fucking like pregnancy tests yeah. or anything down there. Like he didn't give her any medication like ever while she was down here. I don't know if you know this, but the only medication he ever gave her while she was down there was aspirin. Her whole, her entire twenty-four years. Are you serious? If she was sick in any way, he was like, "Here you go, some aspirin." Kids were sick, Christ, anything. Dude. Yeah, fucking terrible asshole. Um, so in 1988, Elizabeth had now been in the cellar for four years and was pregnant once more. Joseph would not take her to the hospital as it would risk him being caught, even though she would beg. She she thought at first, you know, she was like, okay, well, I'm pregnant now again. Like, you know, I lost the other child. He's mm-hmm. going to take me to the hospital. No. No. There was no chance of that whatsoever. Um, instead, he brought her medical books and medicines, which, again, like I said, was... Probably just fucking aspirin, because yeah. that's all that supposedly he ever brought, and I believe it. Um, and I'm not t- entirely sure, but I don't think aspirin is safe to take during a pregnancy. No, it's probably not. I would, it's a blood thinner. I would probably say it's not safe to <laughs> no, take. No, I don't think it is I at think all. the only painkiller that's safe during pregnancy is probably Tylenol, yeah, so, acetaminophen. So realistically, she probably read the books and didn't even take anything. Yeah, no. Because she no. was smart. She wasn't a... She wasn't a dumb girl at all. She studied while she was down there. Like, even when she had her children, like, we're kind of skipping ahead a little bit, but even when she had her children, she taught them. 
like everything they knew on their own. And when they came out, they weren't like a litter or anything. Like they knew how to speak German and English. You know what is so crazy to me is if I ever wonder, I don't know if this is insensitive, insensitive of me to say, but if she ever like thought about self-aborting, you know? I'm sure she did when because said, she, when she um, became severely depressed when she got pregnant, she it said that she contemplated suicide. So, I mean, I'm sure a lot of things ran through her yeah. head. I mean, it's I don't blame her whatsoever. I, I don't either. Like, I fully believe that, like, you know, if you are a rape victim, you should have the right to not have that child. Because, I mean, one, you're having the child of, you know, your rapist. And yeah. two... You know, you might not even want to be pregnant. You might not even want a child. So yeah, I don't think like, that really uh, is the decision of anyone else. That's a whole else. other conversation. It is. It is. shouldn't get political at all. But either way, I think that's just crazy. And I wouldn't blame her at all if she thought of it. But she, I mean, she she loved her children when she had them. And throughout her entire time in the cell, she loved her that children. She lived for them. It is. Like, it, it sucks, you know. Like, and her, children again, never, I mean, her children never knew that that was yeah. her grandfather until after they got out. But, but I mean, like... She's already probably pretty broken at this point, and what else do you have to live for? Well, like I said earlier, she's pretty much Stockholm syndrome at this point. Like she just—that was her life. She didn't know anything else. Like she pretty much got pushed into this. Well, she did. She one hundred percent did. Literally pushed into it. Yeah, that's fucking insanity. Like it is the worst. So he refused to take her to the hospital or anything. He left her to handle the pregnancy on her own, and he actually like when he when she became pregnant, he stopped having sex with her. Like, when she started showing signs of pregnancy, he just wanted to get away from her because he wasn't attracted to her anymore. And she, he left her alone in the cellar for about, like, 10 days to have the child on her own. I so wonder... He, so, if she died during that time, he probably wouldn't... He wouldn't have even known. She, he wouldn't have known, he would have and just he probably and, wouldn't have cared. No, he wouldn't. But I wonder if it was as bad as this is to say it. I wonder if he was disgusted by her showing and being, if you will, bigger. Or if he was disgusted by himself, knowing that was his own child. I don't think... I. It, you're right, actually. It could be that, too. But I think it was just because she got big, because... I think... I would think so, too, knowing what I know about sounds, him. But. Yeah, what I've read about him, he, when he, his wife got big and when he trapped Elizabeth, it was around the same time, actually. Yeah. Be, um, he stopped having sex with Rosemary because she got big and he wasn't attracted to her and he pretty much never had sex with her again. And this is not so. an attractive man. No. This is not an attractive man, not a fit guy. No. No. He is wasting away. He is terrible. Mm-hmm. All right. And we're back from Caleb scratching his fucking nuts. <laughs> That's one way to get back to this. Okay, so... Uh, Coming to you live from Caleb scratching his fucking balls. Want to smell? So Elizabeth gave birth to her first daughter, Kirsten. Um, She delivered her child alone, cut the umbilical cord herself, and wrote the date of birth on a piece of paper and hid it away. Yosef didn't come back to the cellar until 10 days after his daughter slash granddaughter's birth. He told Elizabeth how delighted he was to have a new proper family. Um, Kirsten was born with problems. She suffered cramps, epilepsy, screaming fits. So he... You really fucked this child it, up. No, it sounds like she had colic, like straight up, because the cramps were probably stomach cramps, and the screaming hits, the screaming fits were probably from the cramps. Cauliflower. Colic. Colic. Is that the you're white not, the, the a, white trees that I eat? You're not a mother. You wouldn't understand. The white trees that I eat, they like I like them steamed. I like cauliflower steamed as well, and broccoli, especially when it's like combined. I don't know these words. You're, that's you're talking about I, little trees, right? That's that shit I do like. 
You're talking about little trees. You literally just said cauliflower. You can't fucking sit here and tell me you don't know what cauliflower is. I plead the fifth. <laughs> anyway, about uh, two months later, Elizabeth was pregnant again. Wonderful. Amazing. Um, and she delivered her first boy, Stefan. Stefan. I, I knew a guy named Stefan, actually. I think it was this guy? Probably. Anyway, um, upstairs, Joseph spent his time being a picture-perfect father. He did not tolerate backtalking or laziness of any kind. What he said went, and it didn't matter if the sick, if the sick, if the children were sick, upset, or injured, they pretty much just always had to do what he said. Um, a fucking weird thing that I found, it's also noted that Joseph loved telling dirty jokes while he was at the bar. Like, he fucking loved them. Like, he would say a dirty-ass joke, and no one would laugh, and he would just start laughing his ass off. That's probably me. Okay, well, don't compare yourself to the 73-year-old. No, but I tell jokes monster, all the time, but... and nobody laughs. It's just me laughing. <laughs> well, yeah, you're not wrong. You start wheezing, too. I do. I start fucking... I literally die at my You, like, jokes. slap your leg yeah. and everything. You're, you're basically <laughs> like your mother. Like, cackling and shit. Yeah, your mother. Uh, my mother. <laughs> my mother. Oh, man, it... Apparently, like, when he told these jokes, he would literally just make everyone uncomfortable, and he would just laugh his fucking ass off. So, I mean, I'm I mean, sure his, his jokes, they weren't just dirty jokes. Like, they were probably They were probably, up. like, fucked up, yeah. They were probably no, fucked right. up, and he just thought he was so fucking funny, like, the sick piece of shit. Yeah. Um, in 1991, Elizabeth was pregnant again for the fourth time since her captivity seven years prior. And in August of 1992, she gave birth to her second daughter, Lisa, who would eventually become the first of Joseph's quote-unquote, upstairs children. Um, soon after Lisa's birth, Joseph realized that there really wasn't much room left to sustain his growing family down in the cellar, and he also discovered that he could obtain a grant from the government if he were to find a way to adopt his new child without arising suspicion. Okay, like, I don't know if this is just me, but can you imagine delivering a child in a basement with no air, like, no windows in the middle of August? You would, like... Oh, yeah. Could you imagine, like... And with no medicine no or no... No medicine or uh, anything, No like, medical help whatsoever. She is a fucking trooper, dude. Like, you have to fucking I said it one respects. time, I'll say it again. Elizabeth, you the man. You the man, girl. So, after this, Joseph decided that he would have Elizabeth write another note. And this time, he would have Elizabeth say that she was still living with her cult. She had three children, and the cult had very strict rules that would not allow her to keep another child, which... To me, like, I don't get how no one questioned any of this, questioned any of this at all. Like, what? It's just, I don't know. First of all. I feel like nobody really cared, which is very sad to say. I don't think they did either, because first of all, nobody cared about him. Well, no one openly just says, like, yeah, I'm in a cult. My cult won't allow this. Like, if you're in a cult, you don't know what's going on. Yeah, like, you And I think there might be kind of a translation problem, like, um, with this story, because, like, they always refer to a cult as a sect there. Yeah. So I don't know if that translates into something different. Maybe it's just similar and that's what they're calling oh, okay. it, like, you know, for all the stories. But Maybe I don't know. When, when I read this story, it just doesn't seem right because she's like, oh, I've, I'm off in this cult. Uh, don't look for me. Yeah, I'm having fun in this cult. Maybe, no, like, maybe in as in sect, they're meaning more of like a refuge. Then she something was a like runaway. That, but, but instead like, of a cult but with like, more even in the stories, they really. You know? Okay, I get you. Yeah. But, like, in the story, they really heavily, like... Refer to it as a cult. Refer to it as a cult. Like, okay. she's always just like, I'm in this cult. I'm I doing am fine. In a cult. It's like, I am the cult. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Like, I would yeah. question that so hard. I'd be like, really? Your daughter says she's in a cult? Because 
I've never heard anyone just openly say that. Yeah, like, <laughs> like you're, oh, usually, hey. you're usually not allowed. Like, hey, you know what? I'm in a fucking cult. Well, because usually if you're in a cult, you don't even know you're in a cult. You're being manipulated. You think no, you're, you're right. in like yeah. you think you're in like some like organization family, that's yeah. doing good and and in reality it's not. Yeah. Yeah, you just fuck. Like, no, you're it, right. It makes no sense. So this story just fucked them. The fact that no one ever questioned his story further after all of this. Looking back, I'm pretty sure everybody was probably like, wow, we should have investigated. Well, a lot of people did like, too, but it's like, there's so many should-haves and it's yeah. like, you can only be blind so much. Yeah, it's true. You're <laughs> like, right. There was 24 years of this. It's fucking ridiculous. That's, yeah, no, that's far too fucking long, dude. So, uh, anyway, he had to write this note. Um, Joseph pretty much painted a picture of Elizabeth as an unfit mother. And the media very soon caught attention to this, and it, she was, like, all over the fucking newspaper, like, calling yeah. her a terrible mother, saying that she abandoned her child on her father's doorstep, like, on her poor father to take care of. Oh, my fuck. So God. he was pretty much brought up as, like, everyone thought he was awesome the because... Fact, the fact the that fact people that he were giving him, like, sympathy makes me fucking sick. Well, he got praise for it. Yeah. It's sympathy and praise. Like, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Because they were like, like, oh, look at this guy. He's doing so much for his grandchild, and it's like, <sighs> that's his fucking daughter. I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna throw it's up. fucking disgusting um so he left the cellar with this is fucking crazy with a cardboard box and he brought it to his front door so he literally just walked out of his cellar in the backyard with a cardboard box with a baby in it brought it to his front door with the note that he just got from Elizabeth he carried it all the way into his house and then he gave Rosemary the note and he's was just like oh look Rosemary a baby <laughs> And it's like, what the fuck? If, oh my god, if Miguel were to pull that shit, dude, I would be like, send it the fuck back, dude. Like, that's not, what? Like, where did you find this, like, first of all? Like, And second of all, like, how would, how, how does he tell us, he told her the story, you know, like, I just found this baby on my doorstep. Well, how would someone drop a baby off on a doorstep without arising suspicion? It's, like, true, but it's like. Like, I mean, I guess it could happen, but, like. But in Rosemary's eyes, again, like, before we had said, she was very naive and almost, well, she's, like, she's stupid. Dumb. Yeah. She's fucking Like, dumb. she's very stupid. So I, I would assume to her, she like, thinks I, her husband is, like, the world. Like, I don't want to shame a victim in this, but I don't know. There's a lot of... There's a lot of sketchy shit no, with Rosemary's no. story. I find it hard to believe, almost, that she couldn't have known for 24 years. I think she, maybe I, she... I think maybe she knew, and she just didn't want to admit it. I almost feel like her husband... Uh, Fritzl was so much a dictator and so much a controller that she was almost afraid to speak her own mind. I think she was. Cause like, I, she was I, very much a victim as well in this. I genuinely believe that she was, like, scared to, um, like, even check out the cellar or get near it or anything because he threatened everyone. He was like, don't come near my cellar. To everyone. That should raise some suspicions on its own. Oh, and it does, and it, it, it makes me think of the John Wayne Gacy case, you know, like, he had... When she wasn't allowed in their garage. Yeah, he had his like, garage. you have a garage? <laughs> Literally, that's that's basically, like, what she said, like, the conversations <laughs> with people. But, uh, like, yeah, like, she wasn't even allowed to go in her garage, and it's like, if your significant other doesn't let you in a room in the house... <laughs> you should start... You should either you, leave you should or leave. start ashing, asking questions. Ashing questions. Ashing questions. Ask questions. Ask if there's ashes in that room. Ask if someone's big toe is in there. You never know. There could little, be a toe in toenail. a room. Is it? Is Probably a, a little toenail. Is a there? secret toenail room. You never <laughs> know, brother. So yeah, he carried the fucking baby to it in the house. And he gave it to Rosemary, 
And she just, like, bought the story. She was just like, oh, Elizabeth, I'm so glad to hear from you. I'm glad that you're okay. Thank you for the baby. Of course I'll take care of it. You sound Irish. It's the stupidest fucking thing. I've, I've watched so much Leprechaun lately. <laughs> it's all I know at this point. You are Irish now. I watched every single... You, dude, no. Brie, I watched every... You posted that picture on Instagram earlier with you and your high socks and those shoes. I was like, he's literally turning into the leprechaun. <laughs> you literally look like a leprechaun. Bri, I watched all eight leprechaun movies in two days. I don't doubt it, but I don't fucking doubt it. I watched, I sat right here and I just watched them all and I had a great time until the end and then I was just fucking pissed. <laughs> had the worst time of my life. Um, so yeah, dude, she turned into a leprechaun. She was very happy. Um, and yeah, Joseph began to collect money for his new child, grandchild. Uh, he got $23 a day as well as uh, $230 a month in family benefits. And he later learned, uh, like, after he adopted her, that uh, if he fostered the child, he would have been able to get, like, $1,500 a month instead, oh of, instead of, like, roughly, like, four or 500 that he was getting. So this would give him a new plan for the future. More children. No. Why? Why? Why would that ever... More money, more children. That makes no sense. He didn't... More money, more problems. <laughs> I can't argue with that logic. <laughs> so in uh, 1993, Joseph brought in a television for the kids to watch. Like, finally, after like fucking... Like 10 years of nothing, Jesus Elizabeth gets fuck. a... She gets a TV. You know, what a good fucking guy. Um, and the only reason he brought it in was so the kids could watch something while Elizabeth prepared him meals. Um, he brought... He also built a rubber padded punishment cell at this time. Like I've, I've heard about this. I read literally about that. a fucking cell. It was cell. like a cage, no? It was almost like it was more a cage than it was a cell. No, I don't think so. I thought it was pretty small. I read that. I mean, it was probably pretty small. It was just like a little room. I mean, everything in there was small. Like the the ceilings were only like I think five foot five. Oh my god! Yeah, like Stefan, um, the older one. Like I think he was like seventeen when I got out. He had terrible, like, back problems and just... Because of crossing. His equilibrium wow. was fucked when he got out because he was 5'9". So he was never Jesus. able to stand up straight that in his so life fucked. for 17 years. Yeah. That is so fucked. Yeah, it's fucking I did not crazy. know that. Yeah, it was really fucking small. So he made her a cell specifically for rape and beatings. Um, when Joseph was gone, Elizabeth would always try to maintain the reality to her children that their lives were completely normal. Yeah. Like, she fucking held it together. She provided them with, like, education. She did artsy and, like, crafty kind of things with them. Um, and that would literally all change, like, immediately when Joseph entered the room. They yeah. would have to just submit to him completely, and they were fucking terrified. They would have to be quite loyal and well-mannered at all times when he Puts was there. It's like a lump in my throat. Yeah. Otherwise, he would beat them and their mother. Um... In June of the same year, Elizabeth was now pregnant with child number five. Um, Joseph pretty much immediately left for another vacation. A three-week vacation in uh, Padilla. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but whatever. Um, he stocked the fridges with food and left to sunbathe and engage in activity with prostitutes of both sexes for a good three weeks. Um, in early of March 1994, Elizabeth had her third daughter, and she named her Monica, who would eventually become the second of the upstairs children. Not really eventually, probably. Like, she brought most of the children up after, like, six, nine months, like, yeah. before they... Uh, so, also, apparently, um, Joseph had a master key to all of his apartments that he would run out above his cellar. Because I don't know if we mentioned this before, but, you know, 
Yipstrasse, Yipstrasse, how do you pronounce it? Yipstrasse. Yipstrasse. Um, there was like an apartment and he had a bunch of apartments rooms in there that he would rent out to people. Apartments rooms? Shut up. <laughs> and he had like really strict rules with these rooms too, like, um... Sounds like somebody I know. You could, yeah. Fuck your neighbor. <laughs> Shout out to Bree's neighbor. Suck my dick. Um, I hope he listens. I hope he does too. I'm gonna tell him. Dude, your neighbor. Hey, fast like, forward to this part. <laughs> hey, dude, listen to our third episode. It's really fucking good. <laughs> this is our fourth episode. Let's do our fourth our episode. It's really good. Oh, yeah, this is our fourth episode. <laughs> so, okay, uh, anyway, I'm an idiot. Um, you made me completely forget what I was saying. No, you were talking about a. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was talking about a. You were talking about a. What you call it? Um, he, he didn't allow dogs in the apartment. Um, first rule over everything no going near the cellar. No going anywhere near Obviously. it. If you're caught near it, he literally evict you immediately. Oh my god. Yeah, like literally, like he did not fuck around. And he didn't want dogs around <laughs> That's too. What my neighbor wishes would happen. Honestly. <laughs> you step foot on my sidewalk. You your, fucking your cut. Your neighbor's straight up just like, first rule, you breathe near me, evicted. I'm getting you out of here. <laughs> calling security ASAP. I'm calling 911. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at my bird, <laughs> you're out of here, bud. His bird. <laughs> His bird that he just puts a blanket on all day. I love fucking his birds. Dick. I know, I feel bad. He's a fucking dick. Okay, we're talking about your neighbor I'm sorry. for a minute. Right. We've been talking about your neighbor for like three minutes. Enough. I've had enough. Everyone's just like, who the fuck is her neighbor? Why do I care? Okay. My neighbor's a fucking idiot and a douchebag and just like everything bad combined into one. That's enough clarity. Carry on. Okay. Now that we know about Bree's neighbor, uh, back to Joseph Fritzl. <laughs> Same thing. Um, yeah, he didn't allow dogs because he was literally scared that, you know, dogs would sense something around the cellar. Yeah. And it's funny because that fucking happened. No shit. Yeah. One um, tenant who was actually one of Elizabeth's friends, like in, I don't remember if it was middle school or high school, eventually started renting out a house or an apartment from Joseph. And he snuck his dog there for a while and Joseph didn't know for a while. And uh, he said that every time, like, he went outside, his dog would start, like, barking and snarling, like, near the cellar. And he said he wasn't sure what it was. Like, he just kind of, like, you know, thought his dog was being weird. Love dogs. And he found out, you know, like, years later, he was like, that's what it was. No shit, yeah. That's crazy. And that's fucking chilling. Like, his dog knew the whole time. And Fritzl saw the dog one day, and he got evicted immediately. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he was fucking right. Like, that's... He was right. I mean, dogs fucking knew. Yeah. He probably had, like, an animal around there at some point, and he saw that they noticed, and he was like, yeah, no. Nope. Never again. Cut. It's fucked. Um, These weird rules, though, it really... That's another thing that really weirds me out. Like, having someone not question that. Like, these are... Like, you can't go anywhere near my cellar. No, that's weird. so fucking weird. Like, I mean, I get it. I kind of get, you know, like, don't go near my property, but at the same time, like... You go near it, you're evicted immediately, who like, no it? dogs near it, like, I don't Who know. is it in Evil Dead? I think it might be Henrietta. She's like, somebody's in my fruit cellar. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. Oh, shit. Everything like, goes back. How fucking dare you, dude? <laughs> Everything goes back to Evil Dead. It's true. Um, so, soon after, um, Joseph brought Monica out of the cellar to live upstairs, um, just as he had done with Lisa. He went through with his plan to foster his new normal child, as he, you know, thought of before he knew he could get some fucking money off of it and he went through with it he now began to receive a monthly check of fifteen hundred dollars 
for bringing Lisa upstairs. Nice. Honestly, that's so much fucking money. That's a lot of fucking, a, a lot of extra money. It is. Yeah. Or like, it's not like, you know, like a ton of money, but dude, $1,500 $1, a month. $1,500, that's my rent, dude. Like, like <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Yeah. And he got that for torturing people. And he was already getting money from his other child, too. So Could he you was, imagine he how was, much, like, he's like, oh, I'm getting away with it. I'm, I'm doing this. Not only like, is he getting away with it, he is profiting yeah, from, from it. it. Yeah. Like, he is now, sick he is now getting $2,000 a month from this. Sick fucking fuck. insane. Um, the media was literally now, like, in a fucking frenzy because he did the same thing again. He had Elizabeth write a note. He basically just put his child in a fucking box again. And then brought her upstairs. It was like, oh, Rosemary, another uh, baby. Another one. Like, what the fuck? So the media was going fucking crazy. They're like, Elizabeth is literally the worst mother ever. She's off in a fucking cult. She's dropped off her second child for her poor grandparents to take care of. Fritzel gets another fucking thumbs up from yeah. everyone. Again. Gets praised all over again. And uh, during the same summer, Elizabeth was pregnant for the sixth time. On April 29th, 1996. It feels crazy just saying this all, like... Yeah. Like, in a How short sentence like that. Is, just, dude. like, saying, yeah. like, oh, she's pregnant again, pregnant again, pregnant again. Like, he's literally just fucking popping babies into her over and over again. Like, he did not care at all. Um, I don't know if I said the date. Uh, April 29th, 1996. Elizabeth gave birth to a set of twins. Uh, they were named Michael and Alexander. Um, Alexander was born with, you know, like, little issues for the situation that he was brought up in. Um, but Michael, you mentioned this earlier and I looked it up, it is true, he's developed severe respiratory problems. Yeah. Um, even though Elizabeth begged and begged and begged her father to take Michael to the hospital, he just downright refused. He did not fucking care. He was like, well, what happens, happens. He said, "Is as it is, so it should be. Yeah, I think that was yeah. like literally his quote. Um, so little Michael died after only three days in yeah. his mother's arms. And I never thought of this before, but his brother and sister fucking watched yeah. that happen. Like, they watched everything. They watched his mother, their mother crying as her child died in her arms. Yeah. Like, that is fucking heartbreaking. It's just, and then, I mean, I wouldn't doubt that Elizabeth being as strong as she is was kind of like, this is normal, trying to get them to feel normal as she did before you know yeah i mean i'm sure but i mean like i'm sure that was the hardest well, fucking I'm, thing no, like, i would doubt that it was hard but like, they had like to i said have, i mean they had to have felt is. that and they knew they so definitely they, felt it but yeah it's fucking know. crazy um when joseph found out about this he became incredibly angry he immediately like fucking started yelling at elizabeth he grabbed the body of his dead child went straight to the cellar's incinerator and tossed the body in burnt it up and he was quoted saying later that he wanted to get rid of it. He literally, like, just never thought of it, never mentioned it again. He just burned the body, I, and that was over. It was over. I literally have nothing to say about that. Like, I have no fucking words, dude. Yeah, it's fucked. When I read that shit, I was just like, are you f not even a fucking proper bear? He has no sympathy for anything. In August of 1997, Elizabeth was forced yet again to write a fucking third note. And I literally wrote fucking in my notes right here because I was so pissed. Like, at this point, when I was writing my notes down, I was getting, fucking over I was getting like, fucking angry. I was like, when I realized that I was just writing this over and over again, they're like, right, yeah. she wrote another note, wrote literally another note, so got pregnant again. I was like, oh my fucking God, like, he put her through hell. Um, Michael was 15 months old, a little bit older than the other children when they were brought up. And he was brought upstairs with hardly any suspicion. Rosemary's sister, Christine, 
um, who actually comes up a lot in the story. Like, she is pretty much the one who is always just like, fuck your husband. Like, get away yeah. from him. I don't trust this guy. Um, she also knew about, like, his previous jailing for rape and shit, too. So she knew he was, like, a bad person. That's something that you don't forget. No, like, she How never forgot. How the entire forget. community like, Rose, forgot. Rosemary like, forgot. Like, and literally. Her, her sister reminded her constantly. She was like, you know you're dating, like, a fucking rapist, and I fucking hate this guy, right? I'm gonna fucking throw up. That's so disgusting, dude. Yeah. So Christine suggested, like a normal person would, that maybe it's about time to start looking for Elizabeth. Yeah. Because now they're on the third abandoned child... And no one's really done anything to look for her in, like, for what, close to, like, fucking, like, 15 years yeah. now. And he simply said there was no point. Um, the police barely attempted to look for Elizabeth, if at all. Like, I don't even fucking know if they did at this point. I don't think they even fucking did cared, Did police honestly. even, like, care about cults at all? I think at this point they didn't fucking care because they just, they, they were just like, all right, well, she's gone. She's an adult. She's in some fucking thing like that i don't know fucking wild yeah they just didn't fucking care um so now he had another child up he fostered her or he fought not her um he fostered um alexander michael michael he fostered um michael as well alexander was the one who was that, who passed yeah away. who passed yeah. away um joseph was now receiving three thousand two hundred and thirty dollars a month plus his 23 dollars a day for adopting and fostering his children slash grandchildren he's making so much fucking money like for this it's ridiculous okay so this is a little different there's another story that we're kind of going to put in here because it has relevance um this is natasha kampush so on march 2nd of 1998 a 10 year old and i didn't i actually didn't know she was this young when she got kidnapped i thought she was like 15 ish she was a 10 year old named natasha kampush went missing while she was on her way to school um she was taken pretty near her home in vienna um and she was taken by a man named um wolfgang Pricklapel, Prick, I'm not even going to attempt Prick that. Pricklapel, yeah, Wolfgang something, Wolfgang Peepy, and <laughs> would remain captive by this man for eight years. Um, I bet he had a small fucking peepee. Yeah. Fuck you, Wolfgang, you piece of shit. Um, Get trash. And, and this was only 100 miles away from where Elizabeth and her children were being held captive, and it's it's really likely that Elizabeth saw. Um, like the news on the day that happened because their TV reportedly like never went off because that's you know really all they had to do yeah so they just always watch TV and this was all over the fucking that's news all and I like would it do. was I all mean, it was everywhere so they probably saw it that w- had to have killed them dude like knowing that no they didn't know yet this was just when she went missing I'm talking thought about like knowing that she was that trapped. she got out this that's years later oh okay that's like eight years later. We'll get, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, right now, they pretty much just saw, like, her on the news. Like, going that, that she was, yeah, that yeah. she was taken. Okay. Um, so, we'll get back to all that later. It has some relevance. I, I promise. I'm not fucking you guys. <laughs> um, a friend of the Fritzels would recount that Joseph would occasionally go out to a singer, swingers club. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. This story is so insane. It really shows you, like, how naive and fucking fucked rosemary was um he chose to bring rosemary one time to the swingers club and his friend said that he immediately sent rosemary to go sit in a corner of the swingers club while he went and hit on girls and you know it's a swingers club kind of makes sense but he went over and he didn't let her like do anything like she just sat in a corner he went over and he started hooking up with a younger woman and he had sex with her in front of rosemary and 
fucking finished, like went on, had, had sex with her in front of everyone. Everyone said that Rosemary looked like fucking humiliated. And then when he was done, he went over and just grabbed her and just left. And she just looked like fucking destroyed. So this man was... It makes you wonder if Rosemary suffered any abuse or sexual abuse. I think she probably did after like... I feel that, like, like she definitely did. Like knowing I don't even. Now, I, honestly, like, I don't even know if he sexually abused her because the way that his mind worked, he wasn't attracted to her. So I don't think he did. I think he just... He just controlled her, honestly. That's what it seems like from all the I stories. Feel so bad, dude. Like, I feel pretty bad for her too. Like it's, it's fucked up. Like she's just a really like naive woman. Like she half, was, would have had to have been just like so gone. Yeah. Like deteriorated almost. It's fucking crazy. Living with a man like that, like oh my fucking god, dude. So now um, we are finally on to Elizabeth's final pregnancy. Um, she was now in the cellar for eighteen years. Her father was now unattracted to her and stopped demanding sex. So that almost sickens me even more. Like he brought her in there for that reason. And then eventually he's just like, oh, tired of you. I'm done. Um, On December 2002, um, Elizabeth gave birth to her last child and she named him Felix. Surprisingly, Joseph would not take this child upstairs. And the reasoning was because he said that uh, Rosemary already had too many children to take care of upstairs. Yeah, maybe you should stop fucking having children. Yeah. And maybe sending them just, everywhere. Oh, my God. Maybe... Um, oh, my God. Fucking hate this guy. Um, in 2003... <laughs> I want to know how many times I've said I fucking hate this guy over really? these episodes. If you, guys, need, if you guys count them, let yeah, us know. <laughs> yeah, if you guys have a counter, let me know, because I fucking hate this guy. He's fucking garbage. In Absolute two, fucking trash garbage. He's poo-poo. In 2003, Joseph began to lose his shit. He owed over $1 million to banks. and what? Yeah, dude, this guy was just buying properties everywhere and making bad business decisions the whole time while he's doing all this shit. He's literally, like, <laughs> he thought of himself as, like, a fucking businessman because he could, like, build stuff. And really, he was just losing money, like, fucking everywhere, like, buying hotels and renting them out here and there and, like, going on vacations oh and shit. Oh, my lord, yeah, this so, man. Yeah, so this guy is fucking heavily in debt. Like, he literally, he got away with getting loans from so many places, too, just by lying. Just like, oh, yeah, I got this and this and that. And, yeah, give me this loan. And then, yeah, fucking millions of dollars in debt. Um, and it's also heavily suspected, it's pretty much fucking confirmed, that he resorted to arson. To get some money back. He literally started, like, burning down some of his buildings. But they didn't have, like, 100%, like, definitive proof to tie him to it. So he got paid off, like, every fucking time. After burning down his buildings. Uh, I don't know if I have the number. No, I don't have the number. But he got, like, fucking, like, I think at least, like, $50,000, like, out of that or something. Just trying to get all of his debts paid. Like, why wouldn't you just, like... Well, this is not a reasonable man. But I'm just saying, like, as a reasonable person, when you're that much in debt... You get that much money. You put it towards your debt. You don't go into more debt with that money, you know? Personally, like, I'd probably go into more debt because I'm an idiot. You would, but yeah. I, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> Hopefully um, not, anyway. Um, so now, okay, now we're back to Natasha Kampusch. Um, on August 23rd of 2006, Natasha Kampusch escaped from her prison. It's kind of crazy. So Wolfgang um, gave Natasha a little more freedom than, like, Elizabeth and her kids had. Mm. Like, a lot more, actually. In that he allowed her to roam around his house and tend to his needs. He'd, like, have her, like, clean up his house and, like, do shit for him and stuff. So, one day he had Natasha um, vacuuming his car, like, in the garage. He turned around for a minute to take a phone call and Natasha saw her opportunity. She fucking dipped. Yep. This is, like, I think this was, like, one of the only, like, solid opportunities she had. Did Natasha have any kids with this man? No, I don't think so. Was he married? No, I don't think so. Okay. Like he was just like a fucking weirdo living alone. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I haven't studied into him very extensively, just kind of. But okay. from what I've read, like I think he was just a weird guy, just 
kidnap her and just like just a fucking maniac yeah, yeah. um I mean, he kidnapped her when she was fucking 10. So. Yeah. He's a fucking pervert. Um, so she took her chance. I don't think she really had that many chances like this. Like, it did say she had more freedom, but I don't think it was, like, freedom, no, freedom. Yeah. This was, like, her, like, the first chance she got. And then, plus, I'm pretty sure she was terrified the entire time. She oh, was yeah, I'm sure she chance. was terrified to fucking leave, too. So she fucking ran off, and she started screaming for help. She was, like, jumping over the fences into, like, neighbor's yards and stuff and just trying to find someone. And a bunch of people ignored her, too. They were just, like... I don't want to deal with that until she finally went up to someone's window and started like banging on it. And she was like, help, help. I am Natasha Kampusch. And they called the fucking cops. Holy shit. Could you imagine if that was your window, dude? Yeah, no, fucking crazy. It was like an elderly woman. I'm pretty sure. So the police were called and um, they ensued a chase with Wolfgang. Like he started like driving off like pretty much immediately and they eventually caught up to him. They had like a two, three hour chase and it eventually ended when he got out of his car and committed suicide by jumping into an oncoming train. No shit. Yeah. Fucking so that coward. fucking asshole didn't get anything out of it. No. He just got off fucking scot-free. Fucking asshole. Um, and Elizabeth said later that she watched this entire news story when it broke out. That's what I was referring to earlier. Yeah. Like, could you yeah, imagine that's what I was she trying felt? To get to. Yep. She saw the entire thing, like, with her children. Like, they were like, they knew that someone was fucking captive in Austria about 100 miles away. Fucking crazy. Um... So now we are back to the beginning, uh, or we're on to the beginning of April 2008, which is pretty much, we're getting out of the cellar. It's pretty much the end of this. Um, this spelled the beginning of the end for Joseph. Um, Kirsten became gravely ill. She began to have seizures, mental breakdown, and was uh, tearing out her own hair. Elizabeth begged and begged her father to set her free, and he did agree, like, begrudgingly. Um, but he would not let her out until Rosemary left town for a vacation. During this time, Kirsten began having convulsions, cramps, and she finally bit her lip until it started bleeding profusely. Joseph finally agreed to let his daughter slash granddaughter out of the cellar, and I'm gonna keep saying daughter slash granddaughter because it fucking disgusts me, and I have to, I have to point it out because he's a piece of shit. Um, out of the cellar. April 19th was the first time in 24 years that Elizabeth ever saw the sun. This is a crazy fucking moment. I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't imagine, dude. Um, and the reason for this is because Joseph needed her assistance to get Kirsten out of the cellar. Because at this time, he was like 73, 74 years old. Yeah, 73. incapable of lifting anything Yeah, so he was old as fuck. And he was literally getting weak at this time. And this was really the only reason that he agreed to like let her out. Because he was finally like... He realized he was end. like pretty much done. You yeah. Know, like, I gotta do something about this. So that's the only reason. I don't, I don't even think he would have done it unless she got sick, though. I think that just kind of, like, pushed me. He was like, well, might as well. Yeah. So he had Elizabeth help her, help him bring her out. And that's what she said. It was the first time she saw sunlight in 24 years. She Could was, you imagine, um, like, feeling that on your skin after 24 years? You're, and like, it was feeling... literally for, like, 30 seconds, and she was immediately put right back into the cellar and locked away. Like, that's fucking crazy. Like, she got, like, before she got out, got out, she got out. And then it was just put right back in, like, 24 years. Just seeing that for 30 seconds must have been so fucking, like, euphoric. Yeah. Like, it must have been crazy. Yeah. Um, Could only imagine. So, Joseph left his 19-year-old daughter on his front doorstep, literally like he did with his, with the fucking babies. With the babies. And I don't get this. Like, this fucking... <laughs> it was crazy before. Okay, this so I never crazy. read about how all this actually went we'll, down. We'll get into so this I'm the listening. next... Yeah. We'll get into this the next episode. Um... 
So Joseph left his daughter on the front four step. And mind you, this is a 19-year-old girl. Yeah. He left pretty a much. He just, he just left a full-grown unconscious woman just on his doorstep. And he called the ambulance and he was like, hey, there's some uh, sickly-looking woman uh, on my front doorstep. I don't know what it is. I think she needs medical attention. He didn't even go out or anything. He didn't take her to the hospital. He just looked out his window like a fucking pussy. And then when the ambulance came, he was just like, okay, good. He, they got her. Fucking coward. Yeah. And this is where the venture into the cellar pretty much ends. Everything's going to start unfolding like fucking crazy after this. Um, next episode, we are going to be looking into more. And uh, shout out to Diego. I know you said you don't want to hear more Fritzel <laughs> of this disgusting bastard. Newsflash dick. You're going to hear more. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> if you order with your credit card. <laughs> You'll get more of a disgusting piece of shit. Yep. Um, so next episode, we're going to be looking more into Kirsten's time in the hospital. Um, Elizabeth finally getting out of the cellar out of 24 years. And what eventually becomes of Joseph, Rosemary, Elizabeth Fritzel, and her her family upstairs and downstairs. We're pretty much going to cover everything. Yeah. Everything that happens after. So uh, stay tuned, you loonies. Stay tuned, y'all. If you guys liked this episode, I really hope you did. I actually researched like a fuck ton for this. Mm -hmm. um, and shout out, shout out to uh, Caleb for doing all this research. Basically putting all the work <laughs> for this fucking podcast. Um, shout out to, honestly, shout out to everyone. We haven't really said anything about this, but I have a really cool chick named Nisha working on artwork. Yep. We got a really Shout cool dude Nisha. named fucking Jose. You can find him at Sunny Sam on Instagram making music for us. We got other buds, like, I can't even remember names like at the moment, but I got other buds that I've been just talking to and asking about, like, for tips. Thank you to Diego for helping me with some audio stuff. He's still helping me. Thank you to Grant, too. He's been messaging me, giving me some tips and stuff. And, and thank you to... Uh... That person in yeah, Argentina yeah, and that to, person in Australia. Thank you to whoever the fuck is listening in Australia and Argentina. Like, that hey, fucking you know baffles me. How Follow did, us on Instagram, guys. Like How did you find us? <laughs> that's, how, that's what I want to know. Like, how the... This baffles me. We've DM had... DM us, you know, we've message been, us, whatever. I would like on, to know. <laughs> we've been out on Spotify and... Like, two like days. iTunes and, like, YouTube. Well, it was on Spotify for, like, yeah, for, like, five days. And yeah. And someone in Australia and Argentina listened to us and downloaded us. That is amazing. Like, That's crazy. This is more than I ever thought it would be. Like, <laughs> and, and it's not even that much. Yeah, like, it, it's not even much, but it's it's going fast already. And, and it, I fucking love you guys. Whoever's it makes us yeah, it makes us feel good. Yeah, it makes me feel fucking good. awesome, honestly. So um, feels good, man. If you want to find us, you can find us on. We're not on everything yet, but we're on like Instagram and like Facebook. If you guys want to start like a Facebook discussion or like ask us anything or like on Instagram or whatever, we will answer you. Um, I'm mainly on it the most, but if you want to talk to Bree, I will shoot her over or give her a little, give her your I'm, card. I'm on it. I just don't. Do you have? The, did you hook up the Instagram? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even I, know. I'm you on did. there. Okay. Okay. Well, I then... saw the messages between you and Billy. Shout out to Billy, by the way. Okay. Well, then yeah. Then then Bree's on there too. <laughs> yeah. So no, you... I'm on there. I just like I don't know. I'm just a little more. Okay. Yeah. So quiet. If you, so if you message, you'll you'll fucking find us. Um. If you want to talk to us, I'd love to talk to you. Um, that's pretty much everything for now. I'm sure I'm missing a shit ton of stuff. Um, I don't know if I'm going to announce this on the next episode or not, but um, we're going to switch our upload day to Monday. So our next Fritzel episode is going to be uploaded on Monday. Um, for this Monday, since I'm not going to upload this episode that's going to come out today, which is Friday, um, we are going to bring out a little Leprechaun mini episode. So you'll have that to look forward to on Monday, and then next Fritzel episode will come out the following Monday after that. And then after that, whatever the fuck we do. You got anything to say, Brie? 
Um. No. Yeah, you don't have anything to say. You took fucking forever. Okay, guys. I had well, to think about that real hard. I, you know, I don't know. Shut up. Okay, guys. Well, that's it. Um, this is soup. This is the soup of horrors. Bye.